Hey guys, I'm recording. I'm just, I'm just starting. How are you guys? I'm good. What's up, Amanda? Oh, that's um, almost done. We got a special guest. We have uh, drunk Where's Amanda. Everybody? I can't see. How do I see everybody? I'm, on, I'm usually not on my phone. Scroll, scroll your finger to the left. I think all the way. What is that? You have to speak into the microphone. Do you see that? Is oh, that a bug? You're on my case of beer. You're yeah, fine. Feel, yeah, Anne's right here. Fan, all this. How are you? How are you? And did you good. did you write down your rant? I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm fifth wheeling here. I, I told her it's open mic night, and if she sees a window, she can talk. Talk whenever you want. We're just gonna rant, you guys. I'm gonna rant. I I I have my rant all prepared. You guys can chime in whenever you want. Uh, and can we'll I get tell them what happened. About what? Tell us what happened. Tell us, tell us. Yeah, tell them what happened. Tell I'll cut it out if it's bad. <laughs> tell them, you, you, here's the mic. You can tell them everything that happened. So he turns off the TV, throw oh. away all his Sixer stuff into the trash, and then leaves. <laughs> leaves where? And he doesn't come home like for left... like 10 minutes. <laughs> Where'd you go? Where'd you go? I don't know. I went, he left gone. our group chat, too. We were, I, I was worried and... about him. He left our group chat. <laughs> I went and I uh, I just sat in the backyard for like ten minutes. Oh, is that where you were? Yeah. Oh, you didn't go far. Thing in the trash. I I threw out hey. I threw out a a pennant and my Sixers socks and <laughs> I almost jersey? no I almost threw out the Sixers jersey but that was expensive so I didn't throw it out. That's not. If you guys get a do you guys got a fireplace in there you can put that stuff to good work. No 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 fireplace. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't do a bonfire. Yeah, let's go. Let's bring all our stuff and start a bonfire in your little parking lot area. Hey, it's well, good, guys, good to see you smile. Good to see you laughing, buddy. It's uh, you ever see those? I was worried about uh, you last night. Yes, where you're like you're laughing but crying at the same time. Oh, a little kid sure interview. Cried. Yeah, exactly. I I did tear up a little bit. Um, guys, this is the Six Cruise Group Therapy Podcast. We're just gonna rant. Where's June? June is at a bachelor party. Oh. So we have Ponzi Wells, Dave DeBacco, and JB Mudbones. We also have Ann. And we have drunk Amanda, who's eating a Taco Bell quesadilla. Delicious. Uh, wow. What's, up, what's in it? We have to know. Just it chicken. looks like this. It's pretty flat. I don't think there's anything in it. It's just hot bread. <laughs> Gotta be chicken. <laughs> Just a got some toast. <laughs> Dave, I'm but gonna we've have been you cleansing for two days, so anything is delicious. <laughs> I heard this is I gonna be our guys about that. cleanse here. Yeah, <laughs> Dave, I'm gonna have you go last because uh, uh, there are some rumors that you might have a, a sprig of positivity in you. Is that true? I don't know if it's positive, but I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys why we're gonna, why we're gonna win this series. Oh, okay. so I'll go last, JB. <laughs> I, it's you yeah, and me. You can go first if you'd like. I don't really have much. I'm I'm gonna be mostly listen only here. I want to be like a a fan at the stadium. Whenever you mention a player, I just want to yell "sucks." <laughs> like, <laughs> <you're perfect>. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I'll go first. Unless Amanda, do you have any other stories to tell about last night? Mm. You're free to you can say whatever. Do you want to rant about the Sixers? No. Okay, she said no. So, <laughs> fellas. I'll get us started. 
we created this podcast for fun. We named it Sixers Group Therapy, mostly as a joke because the Sixers tend to uh, drive us crazy rather than love us. But in reality, we know that's a very appropriate name. I'm a broken fan. They broke me. The Sixers broke me. I devote a stupid amount of hours to this team per week. And last night was my breaking point. By the way, you guys, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go on a like on. a huge rant. You can chime in wherever you want. Uh, I've basically been watching the Sixers for I don't know since '99. Philly sports since '99. We've seen a lot of heartbreaks. We had the finals where Shaq and Kobe ripped out our hearts in 2001. Probably didn't have a chance, but you know, we had the two NFC Championship games in '02 and '03, the Bucks and the Panthers. The second, the second round with uh, Sixers in Detroit in 2003, where Tayshawn Prince decided to – a rookie Tayshawn Prince decided to take over the entire series. We had the Phillies versus the Giants in 2010. We had when Ryan Howard tore his Achilles on the last out of the 2011 NLDS. That, of course, that was so bad. I'll never, I'll never forget the when he tore his Achilles and the season was just over and he's laying there. Sorry, I mute myself. No, you're, you're, like I said, you guys can tune in anytime. Like that, that was a very, very dark time because that was like the end of that Phillies run, of that five years of greatness, and we knew like it was never going to be the same, especially after a torn Achilles. That that might have been the darkest one of all of them, even the Eagles and the Kawhi shot before, actually before the Kawhi shot, but. Um, yeah, then more recently, there was the confetti game. The Kawhi shot, I just mentioned. Whatever the hell you want to call last year. And, you know, that doesn't even include all the weird shit that happened during the process, like Zyra Smith almost dying and Markel Fultz forgetting how to shoot. Last night had to be the worst night I've ever witnessed as a Philadelphia sports fan. The Hawks are not a good team. They're a fine team, but they have no business beating us or, or we have no business losing to them. I swear. I'm like, I'm not trying to knock the Hawks. They deserve to laugh in our faces, but the Hawks didn't win the series. The Sixers choked it away. And it's unlike anything I've ever seen in the NBA. I've never seen a series like this. Like June said it last pod. He wasn't worried because the Sixers are filled with playoff veterans Atlanta is that team that is the young and inexperienced and the Sixers are finally playing that team in the last four years. It should have been the young and inexperienced team that did what we did in the last two games. Trey Young's a nice player. John Collins, the Hawks didn't even want to pay him in the offseason. Bogdanovich and Herter didn't even play well in the last two games. It just this was the first taste of the playoffs for them. And the Sixers should have won this series in five. And then you have Lou Williams and Gallo who are career NBA journeymen who led the comeback last night and basically ripped our hearts out. And they've, we've seen them come short, come up short in the playoffs like multiple times over the years. This isn't the nets. It's not the bucks. It's not even the Celtics or the heat. I just, I've never seen a number one seed lose to a team that is the level of the Hawks. I just lost Amanda, by the way. I think she got bored. 
Um, it's it's easily the most embarrassing playoff moment I've experienced in Philadelphia sports history. Like at least the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. The Panthers gave the Patriots a run for the money in the Super Bowl. The Giants and Cardinals, who beat the Phillies in those two series, both went on to win the World Series. And like football and baseball, they're just like they're way more of a wild card than the NBA. The NBA, the better team is supposed to win. It's happened to us our entire lives when the Sixers are underdogs. And it's just I I can't fathom losing to a team like the Hawks. Like you can't say you have three stars and be an all-star in Simmons, a borderline all-star and Tobias Harris and lose to a team like the Hawks who have no all-stars. <laughs> No all-stars. They're not good. They're a fine team. They're not that good. Like it, it's led me to question if the process worked and we've all been about the process. And last night I was dramatic. I said it, it failed. Uh, I'm going to revise that. I don't think the process failed. I think if we're going to get into turn like definitions and specifics, I think the process ended when Hinky was ousted. I think we like to say that the process was still ongoing because Embiid is still here. And everything that happened after Hinky left was the failure. Um, ben Simmons not being able to develop a any sort of offensive game and has proven that he's gotten more mentally weak every year, uh, especially in these playoffs. That's a failure. Tobias being chosen as the third star who doesn't fit well with them and doesn't do the things that we need to do and is the biggest roadblock in being able to acquire the one player that can do what you need to do in the playoffs to succeed. And that is perimeter creation. I just, they should be absolutely ashamed of themselves. And I can't believe they let Embiid play with a torn meniscus and he's doing everything he can, but there's just too much dead weight and, it wasn't enough. And uh, I'm going to pause my rant for a little bit. Do you guys have anything to chime in? Because I feel like I'm talking a lot and I feel bad. Nah, I feel dark. I can't wait for Dave. <laughs> <laughs> like there was, there was so much talk about like Ben Simmons and his defense. And like, I even jumped on, I jumped on for a little bit thinking, yo, we need that defense. And like, look at who led the Hawks back. Lou Williams and Gallinari, they're not even considered like they're not even starters. And we're, we said that the defense tightens <clears> up <throat> in the playoffs and everyone's giving effort. So what's Ben Simmons doing out there if they're scoring anyway and he's not providing anything on the offense that he's just standing in the dunker spot. Um Dave, I, I'm sorry. I'm thinking it's getting really t- a little too dark. You might have to start your your reason on why we're going to win the series. You're good, buddy. Do you, do you let it out? Do you feel better? No, I actually have more, but I felt like <laughs> I was boring you guys, and I needed to pivot a little bit. All right, I don't have I don't have much to add to it because you pretty much uh, you pretty much summed it up. But there there's one person to blame for this, and that person is Elton Brand. This is all Elton Brand's fault, and I'm dead serious. It's and it's for the reason that he's – look, <sighs> we've said this, like, we knew this was going to happen. We knew there was going to be 
it was going to be the same old story in the playoffs. And here we are. And uh, it's not over yet. It's we're down bad. You know, we uh, we've been punched in the mouth twice. We're woozy. We're wobbly right now. Every, it's dark. Everyone's upset. Everyone's yelling at each other. You know, everyone's uh, nervous. And, you know, of course, we're going to lo- we, sh- we could lose to the Hawks. Right. Add to the added to the list of weird things that have happened. We said it before the playoffs started. We're being gift wrapped a cakewalk to the Eastern Conference Finals. And if we don't get there, it's because Embiid gets hurt or something fucking weird happens. And both of those things are happening because Embiid did get hurt and he's playing through the injury because this is our window. And here we are. (laughs) He's wasting. He's giving us everything he has. It is a once in a generation performance that we're witnessing in front of our eyes. And the supporting cast around him are just a bunch of beta losers, honestly. And I blame Elton Brand because we suffered through all these years of tanking and trusting the process and watching these shitty teams and collecting our war chest of draft picks and cap space and flexibility. And you're supposed to push all the chips in to put the right guy with Simmons and Embiid. And we got to buy Harris. And it's like, not a, good for Toby. He's good. He's fine. He got paid, but he's the wrong player to put with Ben and Joel. And I told my dad this earlier, like he hated Iguodala so much. He hates Simmons 20 times more than he hates Iguodala. <laughs> but he hated Iguodala for the same reason that everybody else hated Iguodala and for the same reasons that everybody hates Simmons. He is just grossly and miscast on this team. He is not playing the role he's supposed to be playing. He's supposed to be a power forward. He is He's a big man. I mean, think about him. He's seven feet tall. He can't shoot foul shots. He doesn't shoot outside of the paint. He refuses to take a jump shot. He's not a point guard. He is not a point guard, but he's stuck as the point guard because Toby's the power forward and he's too, he's too deep in and he's just, he's not, I mean, look around the league, Damian Lillard, Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving, Trey Young, Kemba Walker, all these guys. Is Ben Simmons anything like those guys? He's a very unique player. And I'm not like, I'm not, this isn't Ben's fault. Like, yeah, it's it, last night was embarrassing with this whole hack of Ben thing. I mean, it's his confidence is obviously rattled, but like his shortcomings are under such a microscope because he has to be the point guard. If he could just play his natural position and instead of Toby, if we had a Toby esque player like CJ McCollum or somebody to like give us some perimeter creation in the half court offense, we probably have two championships by now. And we're probably waiting to play Milwaukee or Brooklyn in the Eastern Conference Finals. But no, we're a team of dinosaurs and power forwards and centers that makes no sense. And here's the other thing I'd like to say. I was told that Brett Brown was the problem. I was told that if Brett Brown just wasn't the coach anymore, the rotations would make sense. I was told that if Brett Brown wasn't the coach anymore, we wouldn't blow leads. I was told that if Brett Brown wasn't the coach anymore, people would be held accountable. I was told that if Brett Brown wasn't the coach anymore, Ben Simmons would finally shoot. Somebody would get to him. But guess what? It's the same shit. Not because Brett Brown was the problem. Not because Doc Rivers is the problem. It's because we don't have a fucking point guard. We don't have – TJ McConnell is still the best point guard that Joel Embiid has ever played with. And I'm dead serious when I say that. It's a joke. It's a disgrace. It's a – it's not fair to Joel. We've wasted his prime. 
who knows what happens after this. He's going to have to have surgery after this year. He's playing on a tour meniscus. He's a he's an abnormally large. He's seven feet two, three hundred pounds. He's going to have surgery. He's going to miss the whole year next year. Like this is our window, and we're going to win the series against the Hawks because they always pull you back in. They always when you when you want to be out and it's over, that's when they pull you back in. So that's why we're going to win the series. I can't that's all get I got. There. I can't get there. I've never seen so much defeat on Twitter. Like Nuge, Nuge, you're always you're, you you embody sometimes the the Otis. Mary fan, but this was a different level, and it wasn't just you. I it's see bad. so many like accounts that I've been following for the last eight years, just like completely mentally check out, even if, and they always had to like even if the Sixers win. Um, I personally probably will not be able to skip the game Friday. And if we win, I will be locked in the game seven. But I'm just numb at this point. It doesn't even hurt me anymore. Nothing mm-hmm. like when yeah. Mike lost to the Green Bay Packers like 10 years ago. <laughs> um, Is that your biggest heartbreak? Well, that's a, that's a joke we have in our friend group because we were all watching that at Evans one day and – that's when, like, we threw the ball short or whatever, and the game was over. And Matt was like, oh, I'll be fine tomorrow. Me and Justin were devastated. Like, we're not going to be right for weeks. And I don't know. That's That, that was my low. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Simmons just we, – we said this literally in our earliest podcast, and we said it throughout the year. He's great at defense. But – whether it's his fault or the roster construction's fault, you can't rely on your center for every possession when you need to get a bucket. Like that's not what you do. We had no perimeter creator and no one that could create their own shot. And Toby became what Dave and Nuge and June, all three of you fear, all of us points. Were. He just went invisible in the playoffs. Great. You had 30 points against the <laughs> Sick in the first half, whatever you did. Or, yeah, first game against the Wizards. But you've literally been non-existent when we needed a bucket. Our whole team, except for two players, Embiid and Kerry, who's been a shining star, by the way, Seth Kerry, had zero in 24 minutes of the second half. So the whole second half, they didn't put the ball in the net. That seems impossible. Like... Unreal. That's a sick joke. Yeah, I don't. Know. I also I have that's that's I couldn't believe my eyes when I saw that. <laughs> that no, we it's because we have nobody to run the offense. It's like it's so it's the same shit when Brett was coaching and now when Doc's coaching. They just they go ice cold. They can't buy a bucket. They couldn't find a way to score on Lou Williams and Trey Young in the game at the same time. You couldn't exploit that oh mismatch. Like they have no look. Here's a good example of it. Phoenix. The Phoenix Suns have been bottom feeders for ever, for since since the since wow. Nash retired. The Phoenix Suns have been complete loser bottom feeders in the lottery every year. They have a n- nice collection of young talent. Devin Booker's a nice young player. Aiton's the number one pick. They're still a lottery team in the West. They're never going to be in the playoffs. Oh, they trade for Chris Paul, thirty-six year old Chris Paul, mind you. One little move, you get you get one guy 
to glue the whole fucking thing together and voila, all of a sudden they sweep their way to the Western Conference Finals? Are you kidding me? Like, it's not complicated. It's really not complicated. Like, if we got Kyle Lowry, I don't think we're having this conversation right now because that would fix the problem. We need that person. We need that person. And until we have that person, it doesn't matter if Doc coaches. It doesn't matter if Brett coaches. It doesn't matter if we coach. It's going to be the same shit. It's the same exact shit because Elton Brand ruined everything, honestly. He got the wrong guy. <laughs> he got the wrong guy. Now we're stuck. It's up to hey, – but hey, at least we have Daryl now. At least we have Daryl to fix it, and I'm dead serious when I say that. Like, that's – I was, I was like, really – I didn't care about – I was, like, last summer, after the bubble, I was actually done. Like, I was, like – I had nothing left. I was so mad that this is the team we suffered for, and we're stuck with it. And, but we have Daryl. Daryl's here. He's going to fix this. Look what he did in one fake offseason. Like, he's going to have a real offseason. He's here. You know, it's going to – I, like – that gives me like real hope. Like we have Hanky's father to fix this fucking mess. He knows he's smart. He knows what we need. He knows what needs to happen. He'll, I have, I don't know what he's, what's going to happen, but I believe that he will fix this mess. And um, I don't know how this season's going to end. I really do think we're going to win the series because of how done we are. I think I really believe that like, when we're down and out, that's when they pull you back in and we'll have no choice but to care again and they'll rip our hearts out in some other way. But um, I don't think it's over yet. But uh, yeah. I guess I've, I've never seen a team in the NBA have that big of a catastrophe and recover from it. I've never seen it happen. Back to like, back. Yeah. Back to back. Like you, you choked away game one because you're experimenting or some shit. So you slept, walk through the entire first three quarters. Game three, game four, I'm sorry, you had an 18-point lead. Game five, you had a 26-point lead. That just cannot happen. You're the veteran <laughs> team. I don't care how mismatched you are. Like, you had that big lead. What happened? Why were you going away from what was making you successful? I think we all know that throughout the game, it becomes tougher to score in the post because the defense tightens up. You need someone – to get you a basket on the perimeter. We don't have the people that can, we couldn't make Lou Williams and Trey young together pay. We had no one to make them pay. You can't I love Seth. He was awesome. You just, you can't run that much offense through him. He's not built like that. This and stop? that's. Uh, uh, Does doc suck? Yeah. Uh, I think so. Yeah. He's terrible. Did you see, I had to pull it up. Did you see like the, the last 10 biggest blown leads in the last like three years in the playoffs? Like mm. seven of them are Four of them are docs. Yeah. Something crazy get, like that. Is that the other teams adjusting and him not being able to adjust to their adjustment? I it's him so. not even, it's like that. It's like, he's not even trying to adjust. He's yeah. just like, he's like trotting out his same practice rotations from training camp. Like we, the same the same merry-go-round of, of starters to all bench to end the first quarter and start all bench in the second quarter and end the second quarter with the starters and the same thing in the second half. It's like intramural rotations. It's crazy. Um, I was just going to say something else. I can't even remember because I'm so mad. Uh, we, I don't know. We, we so barely even attack Trey Young on the defensive end. We don't even make him work. Yeah, best we, player we can throw at him is Furkan Korkmaz. The, the reason we oh. won, like the last 
three playoff series is the other team just exploited our weak defender, and we've never we can't tried. do it. We've never even tried. Right. I remember what I was going to say. Also, one thing, uh, one factor flying under the radar here. Uh, maybe Danny Green is more important than we think because he didn't play in both of those blown lead games. I don't know. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's random, but it's something something. to think about, right? You, you yeah, could be right, but like, that, but like we shouldn't be what we rely on, right? Yeah, like yeah, right. that can't be it. <laughs> we have <laughs> yeah. we have three All NBA defenders and three All Stars or whatever. Like another observation in those two games without Danny Green, um, Tyrese Maxey has been out of the lineup. Yeah, but the one like, the one thing. But Tyrese Maxey, the one guy on the team, maybe aside from Shake, who hasn't been good other than his uh, his uh, game two, you know, or whatever he game. Had a good that stretch was. of five minutes, and now Doc trusts him yeah. with his life. Yep, and Maxey was actually like, you know, he was doing it in front of our eyes, and he was filling that void of that, you know, he was making shit happen, man. Like he is that kind of player that we desperately need, and you know, he hasn't played the last two games, and maybe it's no coincidence that. We look flat. It was worth a try. He's the only one who could create anything on the perimeter. It's a freaking rookie. Mm-hmm. When we have a new yeah. team next year, we need him to take a leap because he's going to start. If he doesn't, if if he doesn't start next year, I am done. I'm done with Doc. I will fucking picket sign fire Doc. I will protest. He's if he if Tyrese Maxey does not start next year, Doc needs to go. If, if, we Doc, if we lose, if we lose tomorrow, is Doc out? Like I was just gonna style. say that. I saw that on Twitter, and I uh, before, if you would ask me that, I don't know. This morning, I would have said, "There's no way we fire Doc. He's the biggest name signing five years." And I know there's like monetary stuff attached to it. We would own for four more, but that's a brutal recover. Like how are you recovering from that? I think that's a fireable offense. I think they won't do it because I think they give Doc a chance to have a fully Daryl Morey roster, which we'll get to what we should do in the off season. But I mean, what do you, Dave, you think we win the series JB? You, you thinking the same thing? I don't think we can recover. I, I'd be pumped if we do. I'll still be watching, but like I wouldn't bet on it. Just like the look on the their only- faces last night, they look shook and they looked like they knew they were going to lose like it was like it was not preventable it was inevitable it was happening and that was like toby's role like the leader i saw george hill just say he's like his favorite player to play with like i'm just imagining everyone's pissed and being pissed at everyone he did everything he can like who's keeping that locker room together toby you put up four points i don't care what you have to say yeah and bead skipped his media availability you know, he wasn't sticking around motivating the troops. He probably had Ugh. venom in his mind. Like, he would probably have said some very regrettable shit if he did go to that media press conference. I wish he did. I wish I'll tell you what. Simmons better Simmons better have the game of his life on Friday. Here's why we can do it. It's, I know it's highly unlikely. What is it? The team that wins game five wins the series 82% of the time or whatever it is. Well, there's still an 18%. And... Uh, <laughs> If it ever was going to happen, it would be when, you know, where the they are the inferior team or they're supposed to be at least. They're the young they're the young team that's never been there before. We have the veterans and the quote-unquote stars. 
You know, if it if there were if we were going to be that eighteen percent, it's going to be against the Hawks. You know, if we were playing Brooklyn right now, yeah, it's over. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, we have a chance because it is the fucking Hawks at the end of the day. So. I mean, we win tomorrow, and it's Game Seven. It's a whole new series, and we're in Philly. Like, mm-hmm. and you can't lose three times in Philly in a series, right? Yeah, like I know we have the best. We have the best. We have the best home record in the NBA in the last two years, right? But we're the Sixers. We'll we'll know we in the, the first five seven minutes of the game tomorrow night if we're if we're if the team still likes each other. Like if we dropped, like yeah. we come out and it's fourteen four. Hawks, we're not recovering. That's the game's done. We might as well not even play the rest of the game. That's when I go with dominoes. If they even if they even win game six, they pull off game seven. Are you guys even happy? Of course I am. I'm a sick fuck. Yeah. I, I'm excited. I, I'm not. I'll tell you why I wouldn't be happy. It's because these problems that we're talking about now are just gonna resurface. And they're always gonna be there. And the Nets the rest of this, are just the rest of this year, yeah. five. Well, and maybe. it's just we're we're not going past. We're, they're gonna we're, the next round where we face a legit team, a really good team, the Bucks and Nets. Where they're gonna destroy us, and we're gonna have these same conversations we're having right now. And Daryl's gonna have to basically blow it up because it's not sustainable. Yeah, we we the play them. Our only hope would be uh, James Harden to get COVID and kiss Durant. <laughs> well, That's here, to play strategy. to play devil's to play devil's advocate with you nooch um i would say that overcoming that adversity of being down three two and then being embarrassed in front of your home crowd two games you know in a row or whatever it was they're just the they're the two blown leads rather two two home losses against this inferior team and and two blown leads in the series um overcoming that kind of adversity could maybe you know reignite the flame and and make it uh make it a little brighter you know and who's winning the Brooklyn series right now? Or who's winning the game right now, rather? The Bucks are killing them. Pretty, yeah, they're up like 14 with, I don't know. All right. So, look, Milwaukee's got the same syndrome we do, you know? Simmons, Giannis has Simmons syndrome, big time. And before well, he's our – He's way better. You know, he's way better. He's, he's way better, way but better. they don't have Embiid. They don't have Embiid. They don't have Embiid. Look, I'm uh, – it's not – don't don't uh don't close the book yet. I understand. I understand your frustrations, but uh, you know, let's let's see what happens tomorrow. So the best and also my my preferred outcome is lose tomorrow and then it's Daryl Summer, baby. Blow it up. Let's see. <laughs> let's see the master of work. That's my. I mean, that's where I'll have the most fun here because, like you said, it's if we do pull this Hawk series out, it's, it's we're going into the same shit against a better team. You know, in the next round, we're going to have the same shortcomings and the same frustrations, and it's going to not be fun. It's not nothing's. It's rarely enjoyable watching this team play because it's like trying to jam a square peg in a round hole. But um, you know, Daryl Summer. That's the you tell me. It's the, that's the worst case scenario. We get a da- full Daryl Summer to fucking yeah. do whatever he Darryl wants. Daryl would probably pull me back in. <laughs> I want to get a shirt that says that. We got to get Daryl Summer to trade Daryl Summers. I kind of wish we did a pod last night because I was like, I was all the way done. I was all the way fucking done. Like I was the most broken anyone. Amanda watched me. My poor wife saw me have a nervous breakdown. I'm so embarrassed that she watched me go through that. I was flipping the fuck out. You canceled Um, the pod. I'm a little calmer 24 hours later. Uh, If you want to see how I was 
during my darkest time, this jump on the Twitter, like JB said, and this read on my tweets, it was like <laughs> pure venom. Um, I, you know, just cause like, I think we both know we'll never be all the way done. We'll never be all the way done. They'll, they'll pull us back in. I definitely do have to limit my Sixers for the rest of my life though. Like I can't commit this much time that I do the last three months to the Sixers. I, I can't do it anymore. Listen, we'll come up with a segment. You, you talk, you, you, one of your tweets that I loved earlier was, I just, I just, I'm about to turn 29, almost, what do 30 year olds talk about? Roth IRA, IRAs, 401ks, landscaping. We'll come, we'll have, we'll come up with a new segment. There's something there. I'll Other talk hobby. about Roth IRAs. We'll talk about it for 20 minutes. You know? There you go. <laughs> Max out your Roth IRAs by April 15th. We can talk about the, the debasement. We can talk <laughs> yeah. about the, we can do nudes. We can go down some rabbit holes, man. We can talk about the dollar hasn't been backed by gold in decades. There's printing and shit. It's getting debased, deflating two percent every year, losing our purchasing power. You know what I'm talking about, JV. We'll I go was, full. We'll go full CNBC on here. <laughs> I was kind of hoping this be the last podcast, but we might have a whole new set of topics that we have to go through every week. Uh, we could talk about. We could have. We could podcast about anything. You know, it doesn't always have to be the Sixers. We can come up just, it could just be regular group therapy. Yeah. Take the like sixes out. <laughs> I think it's it's really funny that like even the most Ben supporters, like the biggest ones out there, are starting to admit defeat. They did. And uh we, yeah. we, mm. we had a couple in our friend group chat that it, it almost hurt to read. Mm. Because hurt. we we don't enjoy seeing this. You know, Talk everyone soon. who's on Twitter who say like, oh, like the Ben haters. Like, can't wait till he doesn't do well. No, I hate this. This fucking sucks. I want him to do awesome. I'm rooting for We're all rooting for him. We don't want to do this. This is horrible. The only person I'm rooting Wonder for would, um, is the guy that was teaching Ben how to shoot foul shots. <laughs> I want that kid at all of my future child so sporting events. <laughs> we need to get, we need, he needs to motivate wonder, us on this podcast. I wonder what, uh, what June's girl uh, Kai is thinking right now. What do you guys think she's up to? <laughs> she she turned. She was she was with us. She was like out on the team. I read a few of her tweets. She was like us. She's usually oh, wow. positive and patient. And I think, see, last night. I know it sounds pathetic that how down I am, but last night I think it broke a lot of people. And twenty four hours later, there are people convincing themselves that we're gonna win Game Six and Game Seven. So. You know, we're we're never all the way out as much as we want to be. I I pray that they just rip off the bandaid tomorrow and I can just move on with my life. But I, we all know I'll never be all the way out and I'll be back in because I don't know. I can't talk about Roth RAs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. We'll start small. Um, if so, like before you guys go, if they do lose tomorrow, where do they go from there? Clean it up, clean the house. Mm-hmm. Daryl Morey offseason, huh? We'll see. No, I'll tell you what. Ellen Brand's offseason. Uh, I'll tell you what. Um, I don't know what they do, man. Who's going to – I don't know who they can trade Toby or Ben to now. It's. Uh, I think their value is really at an all-time low. Dennis Smith. Jr. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Karis LeVert. God. No way we get. Well, we can't we can't sign anybody because Ben and Toby are on the books. I saw our boy Vin Fosh. Um, he had a great tweet earlier that I actually really agree with. It's uh, he said he'd rather have three players making 
thirteen million dollars a year than Toby making thirty nine million dollars a year. Yeah, right. Of course. Yeah. What if we have nobody? We had Bogdanovich Gall. We we could have Bogdanovich Gallinari and Lou Williams instead of Toby. How about that? Hey, it's working for the Hawks, isn't it? Makes me sick. Sure is. Mm-hmm. I don't care, like how much the fit is bad. You cannot go out there making 180 million dollars and score four points in the biggest game of your life. You can't. You can't. You just can't. It can't happen. Anyways, uh, John Collins was backing him down when he was supposed to. He really improves his defense this year. Utter. Um, I can't. John Collins, who the Hawks don't want to pay ninety million dollars to. That's half of Toby's salary. Killing him. Killing Toby. They have a. They have a. They have a chance of redemption tomorrow. All right, guys. Let's see what happens. Uh, I I had a more dark rant coming, but you guys kind of made me feel a little better. I'm not gonna lie, and that's what this is for. That's what we do. Mission accomplished, baby. Anything to add before we go? Nah. Bury it. Write it. Write it on. Write it on a piece of paper and and light it on fire out front, Nooch. Set it free. <laughs> Bury it Bury under it. that tree you have in your uh, little out your outdoor space. Come back to it in ten years. <laughs> like a time capsule. Yeah. Guys, I, I thank you for uh for waiting up late for me to come home because I had a late shift. Uh, I appreciate you letting me rant and make me feel a little better. We'll see where we go from here. Who knows? I'm kind of hoping this is the last episode, but we might have other topics to talk about. Trust well, the process. TTP is always pulls back in, buddy. You can All run, right, but buddy. you can't hide. <laughs> see Good you, night, man. man.